Okay, today's daf is daf Samech Aleph, and we begin a few lines down from the next Mishnah. Halacha Zayin. Hamotzi kupat rochlim. If someone takes a box, a peddler's box, that has lots of different um, basamim and spices and things inside, it's a lot of different products in one box. We're saying, harde. We say, Ein mean, by taking that box out, he's chayv one chatat. The is going to question why the Mishnah needs to tell us that, but we'll see why that's even a question soon. Well, let's get there. So, is there any gina pachot mikrogeret? If we're talking about seeds for planting in the garden, we say that that is pachot mikrogeret, less than a kogeret. The Rambam's parish Mishnah, so he says that karov uh, Fine. Um, let's continue. However, if you would have been Batera, says it's chamisha, it's five. So, we have to see why there's five. Uh, that will be discussed in the Gemara. Let's look at the next case. Zera kishuim shnaim, zera deoluim shnaim, zera polamitri shnaim. If you remember, we've seen these three products in, they, they came up specifically in Kilaim quite a bit because these are things that are chashuvim, they grow quite broadly. Um, they always seem to be mentioned. So therefore, since they're chashuvim, the way the uh, Korbaneda explains it, that they are, they're even two of those seeds would be chai for carrying. That's considered significant that someone would carry it out. Next. Chagav chai koshu metro gogeret. So if it's a chai, if it's a chagav chai, so a living, uh, we call it a grasshopper or locust, um, the Gemara will, I'll spoil the surprise a little bit, the Gemara will mention this is of the kosher variety, that if it's a chai, it's a koshuhu. Why? The chai says is because they used to keep them for little kids to play with, like a little pet type of thing. However, if it's dead, then it's krogeret like ochel. We'll explain that soon. At tsiprot kramim. Now, there's an interesting question what this tsiprot kramim is. So what one of the... Sorry? What does kosher mean? You know, the kosher means any any shear. It doesn't make a difference. Meaning one. Yeah, yeah, but, but the point is, it doesn't matter how small it is, kosher. It doesn't mean part of it, of course. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's leg. It means whatever the shear is. Like, uh, yeah, fine. Okay. Um, now, tziprot kramim, when it comes to these... Now, the tribute from Perishim, one understanding is it's a literally a type of bird, an understanding it's actually a type of chagav, one of these uh, locusts again, but we are uh, one of the kosher varieties, or grasshoppers. Um, however, it says, ben chayv meto, whether it's live or dead, even it's a, it's a kosher, even the smallest amount, because they would were required for medicinal purposes, so even if it wasn't a shira chila, it would be chashuv important for medicine, so therefore even a kosher, even the smallest amount. Okay. Um, next, Rabbi Huda says, So Rabbi Huda says, even if you find, uh, if someone takes out, sorry, a chagav chai, so a living grasshopper that's tamer, even if it doesn't matter what shear it is, why matzni? Because they, they, they would keep them for the small children to play with. Okay? Um, I'll read says, talking about discussion above, because that kilpela koshuhu, learning. Let's continue. Now the Gemara is the following very important question. We said the first case in the Mishnah is Hamotzeh Kupat Rochalim. Is meaning it's a box with lots of different spices in the cell. You only have one chatat. So the Gemara says, Kasha, I understand. 
Let's say this spice had cinnamon, pepper, all these other things inside it, or spices, uh, coriander, I don't know, like, you know, rosemary. I'm just messing with these things that I kind of seen in the kitchen once. Um, then if you took them one by one, all the helamechat, you'd also be only chayv one chatat, right? Because if you do any chotzah, no matter how much chotzah you do, the helamechat with one period of forgiveness, you have chayv chatat So why doesn't it go out of its way to tell us that a kupat rochlim, if it's all in the same box, it's chayv chatat Even if they're not in the same box, you're chayv chatat achad. The Gemara says, I don't understand what the point of the Mishnah is. So the Gemara says, lamin nitzrachat. Okay, who do we need this for? In other words, which shit is that 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 if they're done separately, you would it would be it would um it'd be chay for one after the other. That you needed to that you'd have to have them in it, even if there are many minimum in one box, you'd be chay of um you'd think you'd be chay multiple times. So the Gemara now says, um that's the Rebelazar, the Eliezer, sorry. Shalotomar minim harbe ya asubahalimot harbe. Um the you chaiva kolechat vechad, lupum ken sarichameimar enu chaiva lechad. So I'll explain, we'll explain it a few different ways, but Reb Chaim says as follows, says, deal spherically, Reb holds, we, in the first parak of Kritot, um, a, that, the Ba'al Isha Nida, we've actually seen this before ourselves, if someone has a relationship with a Nida, the Chazar Ba'alea, and he has the same relationship with another, that same Nida, multiple times, it's Chayv Tarte. It's Chayv multiple times. Why? Therefore, Lididea, according to his Shita, Hotzi, the Chazar, Hotzi, Chayv Shtayim. If I do Hotzah, and I do Hotzah again, I would be Chayv multiple times. The harbe mini, so in other words, but Kunshab Rebeliezer, multiple actions would obligate a person to multiple chatat, even behelamechad. Okay, just multiple relations with the same nida or multiple hotzaot. Ah, so it's for him you need to say, to, to, the mission needs to teach us that if it's all in one box, even according to Rebeliezer, you'd be chaybochad. Shlotamar le didli de, according to him, the harbe mini minami ketre hotzaot. You might think that many minim in one box is like doing multiple hotzaot. To have a trail and for according to him, multiple hotzot is multiple elamot, which is vachavilichayv shtaim, the chayv multiple multiple chataot. Kamash malan, no, we say again if the his shit would have to say to, to teach us that if it's in one box, multiple minim, it's still considered one hotzah. So even according to him, it'd be chayv chatatachad. Okay, well, let's just continue. Um, now the question is why chayv chamisha? Why can't Rabbi Yehuda even five different minim, five different seeds would be chayv or zirunegina? You'd be chayv for taking out. Why is that such a small thing? Chashuv my time the Rabbi Yehuda b'metera, and the answer is no because this relates to a mission we've seen previously. Shken darkan li zarav aruga. Because if you recall, a small aruga that's six by six tefachim, you can plant how many different minim? You can plant five different vegetables inside that patch. So therefore, you can see that that's a significant number, and therefore, a person would take out five to plant in the five different minim in a small patch. So therefore, that's considered a, you know, masa chasher, if you like. Now, zera kishrim, zera diluim, zera apolmitrish names. We refer to those different mini, those different seeds of these cucumbers, pumpkins, and um, this last one, and uh, I just lost the place, and Pomitri, this Egyptian bean, that it's Shnaim. Now the Gemara then continues, Tani Chiti Madiot Shnaim, this is a Gemara we've seen before, and he's saying that when it comes to this, uh, the wheat, this, uh, uh, this, these wheat kernels from Madai, which are normally for consumption, you normally eat these things, you don't usually plant them, they're usually there for eating, or obviously you have to plant them to grow them, but generally people have them for eating, as they are, then it's still Chayv Shnaim. 
And why is that? It says Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shmuel, Beshem, Rabbi Zira says, "Chitin despite the fact that normally a sheer food, which is for eating, is a krogogeret, and two of these is much less than that, the Gemara says that because chavivot, since it's so chashuv, therefore they gave him the sheer just like these other seeds that are chashuv that are not edible, which is shtayim. Okay, fine. Let's continue. Chagav chay koshu met krogogeret. And the Gemara says, as I said in the Mishnah, because that's why if it's met, you could eat it. It doesn't cry shchita, it's a chagav. If you're talking about a tame one, what would the shira be carrying out? Since you cannot eat it, a person's not allowed to eat it, that'll be like the size of the mouth of a kelev. And those, I guess they'd give it to us dog snacks or something like that to dogs. These non-kosher grasshoppers. Okay. Sipot kramim, ben chaya ben meta. It says, Kol shisha matzino to Now, what's a rufuah they used to use it for? So, Amarav Acha Shechen Isha Satifa. This is some sort of machala. This is an explanation exactly what it is. Rabbi Chaim just says it's a machala, some sort of a condition. Pnei Moshe says she has bekaim befana. She sort of like, her face is cracking, it sounds like. Anyway, what happened? Moshechet Mimena, from the Tzipot Kramim, however you define it, they would take it and rub it on the face, and that would actually act as a, that would be the, uh, the, the, Rufua for it. Okay, the cure. So, someone who wants to, um, nifrosh minderacherets means that he wants to remove, like, to, to, to temper his sexual drive. Okay? Um, so, what does he do? Or to remove it, if you like. We say that that is, what do you do? He's achil palga veshavik palga. It sounds like he eats half and he leaves half. Shell small, which half does he have? It sounds like we're cutting it vertically along the length of this hagav. It says, shell small is asur to eat, but shell min is, shell yamin is mutar. You can eat the, you can eat the right side, but not the left side. Why? Because the left side would cause someone to be a saris, and that you're not allowed to do. Meaning it would actually make a person not able to reproduce anymore, and you're not allowed to do that. Removing the drive or tempering the drive is okay. But actually removing this all would be asur. Now it says, Now what you'd have to do, it sounds like it's very interesting here, this piece. It says, it says uh, that you'd have to, pres- if you've taken the right side, you have to preserve the left side. Because if you lose some of the left side, you'll have no takana. Now ta- what takana is it referring to? It's not clear exactly what the takana is here. Um, it says, it's, it just says it's a sakana. It's dangerous. According to um, the Korbaneda, it's the Mishtakach Talmud, he'll end up getting his learning. So what do you do? How do you preserve this left side that you're not meant to be eating? That's You preserve it in a flask of some sort, a glass flask full of honey, and that way you can preserve it so that you won't have these issues related to some of the Kamichaser. Okay. That's the way the, the, the Pnei Moshe and I guess Karbanet explain it. Sorry, Pnei Moshe, sorry. Rukhaim Karbanet explained it. It sounds like Pnei Moshe explains it very uh, differently. He says the skula is actually eat it all. And if you had half of it, it would be asu because me'akir. And if you had the min, it's mutar because you could have got a takana by eating the small. Okay? that That's the way he explains it. But um, I think it's enough on that topic. Rabbi Uro Omer, afa motzicha gav chai tame koshu. So, so, however... Quint Rabbi Yehuda says, "Hi Tahor." When it comes to Tahor, says, "Bein Chai, Bein Met, will be Kurgogeret." In other words, when Rabbi Yehuda says that you can, uh, that it's specifically Chava Chagai Chai Tamer, 
you can take out because if you take it out because you hide because it's the it's the non-kosher ones that they would play with. However, kosher ones, it sounds like no, the shear is for achila, even if it's alive. Meaning Krugel Garrett. Now, why is that? So Rabbiuda Kadaited, Rabbiud Omar Ochlim Torim in Mesachim Bahem. You're not allowed to play with food, basically. Okay? Because it's a bizayon. Um, he says it's a bizayon ochlinho. So therefore, since it's chayav chay, that's chagav chay, sorry, this lie, living chagav is kosher and it's considered food, therefore you wouldn't give it to a kid to play with because then they're playing with food. Okay? Even though it's a living creature. Okay? Now it's important to understand that, that uh, this is sort of, we, we, this comes up, it's explained in the next few lines anyway. The important to understand is that it's already food because it doesn't need anything to make it kosher. It doesn't need shita. You can just, you know, eat it well, if you so wish to. Okay. The kosher one said this. One second. Now this pasuk refers to um, with with Eov. Eov, uh, Kodesh Baruch was telling Eov. Uh, I, 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 it says it's um, It's referring to the Leviathan, this big fish. Can you? Toy with or play with a Leviathan like a Tzipor, talking about the limits of a human being. That's Kodesh Baruch was, you know, you know, when he was communicating with Eov. Alma, but the point is, it's Shari, you can play with the Leviathan. But the Leviathan itself is edible. Why? Because in the future, what's going to happen? It says Leviathan is going to be the the tzaddikim that eat from the suda of this leviathan. Leviathan seems to be therefore a kosher animal, and it says, "Can you play with this support like a leviathan?" Mashmi, you can play with food. Yeah, sounds like it. So it says no. Lo heter isohu. The answer is no. Really, it's a non kosher animal. However, it's a dagtamer this leviathan, but it will become mutar as a horachala tidlavo. So therefore, as you can see, if don't bring a kasher from a leviathan because the leviathan is actually not kosher animal. It's not considered like playing with food. The Gemara of like a bird. And the assumption is that the Tzibor is also, you must have to play with a bird, and the bird seems to be a kosher, kosher, kosher creature, the assumption at this stage. So it says, Hamramana shchita here. It says, no, a bird's different, even if it's a kosher bird. That is because unless you do shchita to it, it's asur. It's not kosher until you do shchita. So therefore, it's not like you're playing with food, if you like, because it's not, it's not food yet until you do shchita. As opposed to this Chagav Chai that's Tahora, it doesn't need Shchita, it's really Mutar to eat. So therefore, that's why Rabbi says, you don't give a Chagav Chai Tahora to a child to play with, because it's food and you don't play with food. Okay? Like your mother told you. Okay, Hadran Alach Perak Rabbi Akiva, Hadran Alach Perak Rabbi Akiva, Hadran Alach Perak Rabbi Akiva. Let's now begin the 10th uh, Perak. It says, Hamatzniya Zer Ledugma Belrefua, Someone seems to be hiding some sort of item of salt, you know, storing it away, not hiding it, storing it away for a particular purpose. Meaning everything till now we've been saying is stum, meaning all the shirim. But if someone has a particular need for even a small amount of like one thing to plant it, he's interested in planting under one petri or something, I don't know, or for as a sample of his products, as it's trying to sell, all the rufuwa. He just sees a small dose of X, even though people don't usually carry such a small amount out. Then, if you turn the b'chavi, he's chayi b'kosher, no matter what the shear is. B'chol adam, but everybody else, en chayi b'melech elekir shear. When it comes to everybody else, they're only chayi minastam, the shearum that we mentioned stuff. Now the Gemara says, chazar v'chniso enu chayi b'elekir shearo. Now what is this? This means, and the Gemara is going to explain this, 
And this is this is different to the Bavli. The Bavli has a different explanation of what this means. So again, I'm not going to confuse you with it. But it says, if the person then changes his mind and then brings it in, meaning he doesn't want to use it for those purposes, then when he goes back, it's going to be back Kishiro. Okay? Kishiro meaning the stam shear, not this small shear of a kosher. Let's continue. Hamatni alazera, Rabbi Yirmiya, Amar Rabbi Yossi, Barabichina, Bayamatnitid Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, Omer Oman, Bumanatochayev. It seems to be that Amish is like Rabbi Huda. Why? Because if you recall, we had a machloke um, back early in the Mesechet. If a chayat, a tailor went with his needle in his, his clothing, or a scribe with a quill by his ear, we said, that he wouldn't be chayev according to Chachamim. Ha Rabbi Huda said, no, Uman derech Umanatochayev. That if that's the way of that, that craftsman to go in that way, for him it's considered carry, right? In other words, if someone's taking someone out as a sample, because one of those things was a tzava, he's taking a small amount of dugma. It says that, so therefore our mission that says that tzava, if someone's a, a die is going out with a small amount, le dugma, well, even though it doesn't say Tzavah here, but you can see the parallel to that early, earlier Mishnah, that it must be Shidra Bihuda, because that's like Umam, uh, you know, Derech Munato. Okay? So, Atra Bihuda ben Pazi b'shem Rabbi Yossi Barachinina, indeed, that's Atra Bihuda. So, Amar Rabbi Yossi Barachinina, lo ate ela le dugma, shekpanit payes, halokeach, avalezer lepua, afilukoshu chayib. Now, what's this referring to? We said if the person takes it out, but one of these purposes, it sounded like, then it's even a kosher. But if he changes his mind and starts going back, meaning he doesn't want it for that purpose, and it goes back for the rest for the regular shear. Now, what the Gemara is saying is, what's he changing his mind about? Now, when do, when do we say that it, now the shear changes? That's only for the case of Ludugma. However, if it's for Zera Rufuwa, meaning you, you think it's a plan to change your mind, actually I'm not going to plant it now and take and take it back, it would still be that shear. Same, same for Rufu as well. Now, what's the difference? A reader of Chaim, he says, the Kaya Sebeda meaning, Chazavachnisa inochai velebishiro. The Kaamar de Zed Dafke Vatsnia lech dugma. That's only if you want it for a sample. Lechen Acharkach, Shekvara lokeach mini payas. That if you've taken this shear out, this tiny amount as a sample, and you've convinced the purchaser, and he says, yep, I like the quality, I'm going to order a shipment, whatever it is. And then you bring it back, then why? If it's one of the shirim that we mentioned, the standard shirim. Because in that situation, you've got no need for it anymore. You've done your sale, you've sold your stock, and this small amount's not significant to you anymore. It had a purpose, and the purpose has been filled. Meaning the guy, the, the purchaser is interested in buying a product. But if you've initially stored it for planting refuah, you've taken it out and changed your mind and brought it back again. You still need it for zero refuah. That's why in those cases, still be again, let's say if it goes Yidia ben time. You ask him like Karen Shabbos and you forget and you start taking it back in this small little pill, if you like. For a refuah, you'd be chayiv for that small amount. Okay, fine. Um, next case. Hetznil patro. Now this is a brighter, meaning you've got someone who is storing one of these things for a, a specific purpose. That's yotzem and aklal, as we said, and therefore it's a smaller shear. 
And somebody else, so got Reuven stored it, Shimon goes out and takes it out, but see also it's patul. Rabbi Shimon Malazar says he's chayev. Now the question is, what's the machloket about? Man and kaimin, what's the machloket about? If the second person is taking out, Shimon, is taking out for his own needs, then obviously everyone would say it's patur. Why? Because just because some other person might think this is a shear of importance, Shimon doesn't care. It's not important to him. So if he take it out, it's not going to be sure it applies to him. If I was Shimon's taking out for Reuven, but specifically for Reuven. In other words, Reuven's matzniah, this small thing is a medicinal pill. And Shimon's taking out for Reuven, even though Shimon himself doesn't really care for it that much, because he's doing it for Reuven, who does care for that shirat, everyone holds his chayat. So the question is, what then is the machloket between Rebbe Shimon ben Lazar and the Chachamim? Elakana and Kaimin, the machloket is as follows, bestam. Meaning he just took it out. It doesn't say midat rish or midat sheni. Rabbanan Amri, chazaka midat sheni hotziah, the chazaka, the stam status, if you like, the chazaka is... It's, he's taking out for himself, meaning he's his own, like, uh, uh, considerations. So therefore, it's a shear of the stam shear. Whereas Rabbi Shimon Melaza says, Chazaka, if I'm taking something that belonged to somebody else out, it's taking me dat rishon. I'm taking it for, uh, his dad in terms of what he considers it. And therefore, midat rishon hotziel. And therefore, that's why you would be chayav. Okay. We got to a Mishnah, Baruch Hashem. And we'll pick up from here tomorrow. Call to everybody.